everyone. This is Samantha with Redefining Caregiving. I hope you're doing great today. It's the third day of the new year, and one of the things that um, I've noticed with many caregivers and their families, the first thing that comes out of their mouth when they talk to me, when I say, what is your main problem, what's going on, they will almost inevitably say, I can't get my to do this, or I can't get so-and-so to to stop doing this or to do this. And I, I always, it, it just, it's like, I wanted to say, I have the answer. I have the answer. It's, it's really simple. You lead by example. So a lot of the things that we try to get the people we are taking care of, uh, to do is basically stuff that they normally wouldn't do on their own anyway. Like let's say they're not used to taking a pill. They're not used to getting in their wheelchair because they were not sick before. And so you're teaching them something new and assuming that they would just, should just do it, you know? (laughs) So um, one of the best ways to get someone to do something or affect someone else is by setting an example yourself. And if you're not eating well, or if you're not taking your supplements and you're not setting limits on how much TV you watch, they're not probably going to listen to you too much. They follow in their parents' footsteps. And that's because... Um, you're their mentor. They look up to you. That's your job. I mean, it's automatic that we just, whoever we have ahead of us, whether it be our grandparents taking care of us as children or our friends, whoever is our caretaker, that is our example in life. First off, we have other people around us to follow too, and they certainly will influence your kids, but you will be the main influencer. And the best way to influence anyone is be by being an example, not by just talking about things and telling people what to do. And we all know this is true, but like, cause how many people do you listen to? And then you like, you question, are they doing it themselves? Right? If I go to a, a, like, here's an example, I would go to this health store and there's a biochemist who was working at the store and he, I go in and he was overweight and he was very unhealthy. Eventually he ended up in a wheelchair And so sick, he ended up passing away. And it was based on his health. And and I know his lifestyle and how he ate and how he lived. He didn't exercise. He ate really poorly. He, um, you know, he... He, I could tell because we talked a lot and he'd try to help me out. But there was always this doubt in the back of my head. Like, if it works, then why aren't you doing it, you know? And I always felt like, is this true that he's given me something that's going to really work? And why isn't he taking it? So there's always this doubt. Well, he probably could have sold me a lot more products that would probably have helped me if he actually looked healthy himself. And I went on, uh, the other day, I went on a... I was looking at something on the internet that had to do with water, a water filtration system. And it was it was about changing the energy in the water and how it works. It was kind of this new thing for me. And I thought, well, let me see. I'll watch the video. I turned the video on and the guy has this big belly. Like, you know, he looks totally out of shape. And I'm thinking, I'm not judging him, but he's talking about how healthy it is to drink this kind of water. And it just goes to show you that we really do want to see and we learn and accept by example. Now, this isn't about me judging someone who's got a big belly or who's overweight. This is about if you're overweight and you're telling someone else to eat healthy, I can guarantee you they're not going to listen to you. They're going to judge you probably and because they're going to say, you're telling me what to do when you're not doing it yourself. It just doesn't go right. You know, it doesn't flow well. <laughs> it's like someone, like a teacher who sits at the 
at the front of the class telling all the kids to do their homework when they're just sitting there uh, on their phone or they're not really paying attention to what the kids need. Not being a good teacher, I had a teacher who was a coach, and I remember history class, he'd say, read chapter 10 and and, uh, answer the questions at the end, I'll be in the hallway. And he'd be out in the hallway as the coach, who was also a history teacher, talking to the other coaches about the game coming up. And so it was really hard for me to sit in that class and take seriously what I was supposed to be learning. So those are just examples, right? You probably have many examples yourself, but if you're going to get your parents to take their pills, you know, even if you have to take supplements and show that you're doing it every day, that's one way you could get them to. Also by showing how much better you feel when you do take them, because maybe there's someone there, your mom and dad, or someone doesn't feel like taking pills because you're telling them what to do and they don't like it. Then there's another way to deal with it. There is a way that you can do it where you say, well, you know, you're old enough to know better and you you can take your own pills when you want to, but you're going to feel sick if you don't. And I'm just saying, I'm not your boss. You know, I'm not the one to tell you what to do. And then they'll be like, you're right, you're not. And then they'll take their pills probably. That works. There's other ways to do it. Um, like to say, well, most most older people really admire their doctors. They almost think they're like God. If they're, from, like, they're raised in a generation where doctor is God. You do what he says. <laughs> and you can see that in the world today. A lot of people are just doing certain things, taking certain... Uh, jabs because their doctor said so and people just do it. So you could say, well, your doctor would be disappointed to hear that you're not doing this. Or, well, I guess we could go to the doctor and talk to him about whether you're taking your pills. Now, the pills are just an example. It could be anything. It could be exercise. It could be, you know, getting out of bed so they and they move around every day and then just sit and watch TV all day. You know, basically, you just find out what matters to that person and use it as leverage. And it's, it's just kind of, you have to be creative. So here's an example. Um, I had some, uh, a gal named Betty, another one of my Bettys that I worked for, and she was one of my clients. And we were at the facility that I worked for for quite a while. And she didn't want to go socialize too much. And I knew that if she didn't socialize, that they would start making notes in her chart about how she's being antisocial and that she might need more care or that the facility may not be the best place for her. And then the family would be so disappointed. So they hired me to help get her motivated. So I basically uh, went to see her. And at first she said, I don't want to go out there. She had all kinds of reasons because she doesn't look good or she didn't like the people out there. Or she didn't see any point in that. She never used to do that when she lived in her house. And she had all kinds of good reasons why she didn't want to go. And so I thought to myself, well, she has every right not to go. It's kind of sad that she has to in a place like this. But I also know that community is really important for your well-being. And she didn't have a lot of people visiting her. She was by herself most of the time in her apartment. So I said, well, you know, um, there's a reason that that your family's concerned about you going out there. And we talked about it. And she said, I said, if you want them to get off your back, you know, just go make an appearance once a week, you know, just once a week. And she was interested in getting everyone off her back more, more than she was not going out there. So she said, okay, I'll do it once a week. I'll do it once a week. And she did. And it made all the difference because then they saw she was going and then they stopped talking about it. So the threat was gone that she would be told she had to leave or need more care. That threat was gone based on one little effort to, to get her motivated and saying, you have the power. Do you like them nagging at you to go out there? No. Then here's the, here's the minimal thing you can do 
to get it done. So, you know, just taking the time to be a little creative is how you get people to do what you want. And usually that comes down to finding out what they don't like or what they want. And if they, if you, when it comes to like taking the pills, why don't you want to take your pills? Because uh, they're too hard to swallow. Then there's an alternative. You find a way to crush them up or you find a way to put them in some jam or jelly or you get a smaller uh, pill. Or, you, you know, there's lots of ways you can get around it. Let's just say they don't like taking pills because they feel like they're bad for them. You know, then you can show them how they were before they took the pills. They say, remember when you felt like this? And, uh, you know, sometimes you just have to explain to them again and remind them that you need the pills in order to not feel so poorly uh, or end up being worse than you were before. And show them pictures and just remind them. And like I said, tell them about the doctor visit. Well, let's go see the doctor and talk about it with him because I can't get you to do it. And you need, he says, you or she said you need to do it. So let's say you have a child who will not make their bed. And you just want them to make their bed every day. Sometimes you have to pick your fights. Sometimes you have to choose the battles that are important. If you're nagging at the child all day long to do certain things, maybe you need to find out what the child does like to do, what the kid is good at, and then incorporate it into what you're getting them to do. Say they don't like making their bed, but they really love eating breakfast at that table every day. (laughs) The good breakfast that you make every day. So you could use that as an incentive. Say, well, we don't eat breakfast unless we make our beds because we have to have order. And it's not because I'm trying to make you do something that's, that you don't like. It's because we need order in this house because we have so much going on that I don't like it when I go in your room and I see a mess because it makes me feel disordered, disorderly. And you could say you're doing me a favor also when you make your bed. You know, instead of just making it sound like you're dictating them to make their bed, make it fun. Make, it, make them feel like... They're doing something nice for you and the family when they do that. Because most of the time you'll find that kids want to please their parents. So if you just say, hey, it helps me out a lot when you do that, that's a better approach than just saying, because I said so. You know, a lot of parents just revert to that, because I said so. (laughs) Because I'm the parent. (laughs) That just doesn't settle well, does it? Like if you went to the doctor and he said, take this pill or do this thing, And you looked at him and said, but why would I be doing that? Because it's natural to be inquisitive. You're telling me to do something. I want to know why. Uh, And he said, just do it because I'm the doctor. (laughs) It's like, you wouldn't do it. I mean, I don't think you would do it. I would hope not. So give your kids the benefit of the doubt. If they're asking why, don't find it as annoying. They're actually inquisitive. That's a good sign. They're alive and thriving and wanting to know why. Okay, so explain it to them. I know you think it's going to take more time, but what happens is the first, the first initial time that you take in being creative and getting the flow where you want it to go, it will save you time later on because nagging every day takes a lot of time and it wears on your nerves. So I hope that this helps you today just to remember that you can get a lot more done around the house with people you're taking care of when you just be creative in your approach to getting them to do things like using incentives, figuring out what they like, what they don't like, and then using that as a way to get them to do it. There's always a way, there's always an incentive, you know, and sometimes it comes down to you saying, well, then I guess we can't do this. You you take away something else. Leverage is a very powerful tool. You want to be careful that you don't use it 
where it can become abusive, basically. You don't take away food. You don't take away things that they need. You just use it with things that they like and enjoy. Like, you know, with kids, um, I tell the story before about my kids. If they wanted to do something and they weren't helping out, I'd say, well, then we aren't going to have this time for a movie that you like to watch every day. Or you don't get to play with your Barbies. You know, I put them in on the shelf. You can do this with your kids and it's okay because when they scream at first and they don't like it, that's a good sign. You pick something that really is going to (laughs) work. You know, I mean, don't feel like you have to give in to that pressure. You can handle it. If your kid's crying because you're taking something away, you're doing the best thing you can do for that kid because they're learning that they don't always get what they want and they don't throw a fit when they do because it doesn't work. And you're going to save everyone, especially people in the grocery store who have to listen to your kids screaming if you're, if you're one of those parents. You're going to save yourself a lot of this headache, right? They just have to get through that first initial part where you say no and follow through. And believe me, I did it with two children and I know it works. And early on is the best time to get it done is t- teaching them that that, does, that that approach does not work in this house. Okay, guys, I think I went a little too far. I went into some parenting skills there, but it's okay. I think you know what I mean. I'm just trying to help you. And I hope that you include yourself in the care you give by being creative enough to, to get what you want when you're trying to get them to do what they should. Okay, you guys take care and have a great day. Bye-bye.